So, Gabe Stockman, welcome to the Share Chair. Thank you for having me. And glad you're here. Can we talk about the move to Alt Ed? Yeah, sure, if you want. Day one was good? Yeah, I finished uh, half a credit there already. Day one, I got a, a quarter of a credit done, which is half of a class. Yeah. Yeah. And then today, I got the other half done. So, I already technically have a whole class done in two days. Basic there. format is is you are given a packet of like 1990s textbook like it looks like it was just copy pasted and you're given like a stack of like maybe 20 worksheets to do and you just run through them and it's designed so anybody could do it kind of thing um, I have problems with the system more because of how it's designed it's designed like everybody and there's idiots and from all the kids I've met out there they're all pretty smart nobody's a mongoloid out there, you know. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. intelligent. This is made, yeah, it's credit recovery, right? Yeah, it's uh, out there. It's basically made so you can fail an entire trimester of regular high school and still graduate out there. And then you can still walk and graduate with your oh, class yeah, you, and do all that stuff, it, right? You're That's still why. graduating from the high school. You get a, the same diploma. Yeah. You still walk with everybody. Uh, the only main difference is you can't get into a four-year college right out of high school. I don't okay. know after if you go to a community and get um, general studies. I don't know if you can. I assume you can. I assume you but can. But I haven't looked up that information myself. So what spurred the move for you? Um, well, I really hate high school. <laughs> um, I love the people. I, you're probably one of my favorite teachers of all time. You're like top five. Probably Thanks. top three, actually. Thank you. I just really don't like how high school's set up. I just find it irritating, I guess. I find... I, f I find a lot of it's useless, and it's not the fault of the teachers, it's more fault of the system. You know, you have to have homework, you have to have work, and it's just the way, if you, if you have 30 people in a room, they're not going to be all taught well. Like, you can be the greatest teacher in the world, and you're not going to teach those kids perfectly. Mm. Like, every teacher wants to spend an hour with that kid just teaching them and making them learn, or at least I assume they do, you know. Um, but the way high school set up, it just does goes the complete wrong direction of that, where it's teaching everybody as much as they can efficiently instead of what they should be taught well. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a factory, not a, uh, a blacksmith, I guess. Is there anything that high schools in general can do just a little bit to make it a difference to what you think is the most perfect? I, uh, I, I guess if you wanted to do without increasing budget spending astronomically mm -hmm. maybe counseling meetings for kids that are struggling like I, I you know they already do that they'll call on a kid if he's struggling but I, I mean like teacher meetings maybe or like talk, talk to a child if they're doing bad which if a teacher cares they probably will and I assume most teachers care but I, I guess if you could have time where a teacher just sits down and talks to each child or young adult about the material and what they're learning mm -hmm. that would help pretty much everybody. Yeah. Like, wh what do you do on a daily basis out there? I don't know how long you've been there, but are you independent or is there teachers um, there? There's, teaching there's a teacher there that acts as both a, hey, I need help with this, and just making sure people are working mm -hmm. on things. Um, me personally, I, I still do band. Okay. I'm still in the band. Um, so I'm there for about an hour. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I get there regular time, 7.30, work on whatever I was given the, the day previous go to band, come back around about when first lunch is ending, mm -hmm. and then start to work on whatever the next packet. And then at the end of the day, um, you go to a, 
like you'll switch. There's like an AM and then PM. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's like two for each. I'm doing hand signals even though nobody can see. <laughs> uh, um, so there's like two AMs and then two PMs. So for like the normal PM, it's independent. And then the other one, it's still independent, but it's more focused on like one subject. Like everybody in my, at the end of the day, everybody in my classroom is doing math. Like um, for the math, they have, um, they actually have it here too. You can do the classes online. The E2020, I believe is what they called. Edgenuity, I think is the actual website. Okay. And it's just a normal class just set up with like even like the informational videos that the math teachers here do now. Like those are still in there. Like, it, you know, it's a different, it's a company doing it instead of a teacher. We're just leaving high school. What do you, do you know what you're going to do? Uh, I'm just going to go to MCC for general education just to get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I plan to go to a four-year college. Like I guess it depends on where I'm at in two and a half years. Okay. But uh, if my dream, I guess, if I could just write for a living, but I assume <laughs> nobody will ever give me that opportunity. Uh <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. So given or taken or, I don't know how that, how, yeah. you know, people become writers in so many different ways. So what do you like to write then? Uh, I like to write a lot of horrific stories. I guess I don't know if you consider them like horrific, but brooding and um, omni omnipresence throughout the stories. Okay. Um, I'm currently working on a novel. It's a spin on those really crappy young adult dystopian novels. <laughs> like they're not they're not all bad. Like Hunger Games is, you know, the like the big example. It's mm-hmm. the Star Wars of um, that kind of genre. Yeah. Basically what it was is I wanted to do a story where a bunch of like teenagers do the standard rebel against the big bad government, but then they fail and just all perish somehow. Or and what what leads them up to that? And uh, there's also themes of uh, sexuality in it. Uh-huh. I was real. I read this article about the way humans perceive their own sexuality, and the way they perceive uh, sex in conversation. Mm-hmm. Where um, a lot of times, naturally, males will feel they need to be the dominant in the conversation, and females will feel they need to be submissive. Mm-hmm. And that's more of a. They found that's more of a societal thing rather than a brainwave thing. And I wanted to examine that by having. Um, all the kids in it um, are, they have hormone, hormone repressants. So basically they, they stay like children, sexually at least. So, you know, girls don't have wider hips or breasts. Mm-hmm. Um, males, body hair stays the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to kind of experiment with that and see what that happened with both people. And in, like in conversation, the way they view each other. Have you spoken to any writers who are writing or have you ever had an encounter with or even read books by writers about writing like I've sent several letters to authors mostly you know kind of fanny letters mm-hmm. much all the responses I've got have been either a it's a standard stock letter or just oh. hey thanks for sending me a letter kind of thing um, I've read I haven't read any books on writing I read a lot of books on film directing actually because that interests me in the way people think of, I guess, pre-production is what interests me about film. I, I wrote a few, like, odd little stories about, like, specific books. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they're, they're, Stephen King wrote, a, like, a small paper about his book Cujo, mm-hmm. which he says he doesn't remember writing about 75% of it because he was high on cocaine mm-hmm. almost the entire time, and how much no he way. regretted that because he couldn't remember writing any of it. Who are some of those other authors that you mentioned writing letters to, or just authors who've inspired you? Um, Cormac McCarthy I wrote a letter to. 
um, Thomas Pycon, um, Neil Gaiman. I'm a, I'm a fan of Neil Gaiman. Uh, William Gibson, I wrote a letter to like a week ago. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten anything from that. I'm crazy about H.P. Lovecraft. I, I love uh, his dream cycle and Cthulhu mythos stories. What outside of school and writing, what else makes you tick? I'm a huge uh, music guy. Mm -hmm. I, uh, especially in the last like three or four years, like I think my music library went from about five gigs. I think it's now at like sixty-seven-ish. <laughs> Who do we have to listen to that we don't okay. know? Uh, see, my I'll, I'll I'll throw out some favorite bands like modern day. Uh, right now, I'm in love with this band called Mariachi El Bronx, that was formed out of a punk band called the Bronx. Out of nowhere, they just released a mariachi album. <laughs> and it's such an odd, like, you know, in my mariachi music, it's like, oh, it sounds like a cheesy, you know, you think that you think of a cheesy restaurant, but it's, it's the trumpets and the way the, the guitars work with the vocals. Cage the Elephant is a big one. That one's not very small, but they're probably my favorite band right now. They just released an album, like, a month ago, maybe. Archie Fisher, who writes kind of Irish-inspired folk music. I love his stuff. It's all in Japanese letters. But the album's called Yes, We're Open. And it's the idea is it's the soundtrack for a Japanese shopping center. Well, yeah. And okay. You think, yeah, I know, right? It's a fantastic, like, you know, every single song is like yeah. aisle one, aisle two, you know, check out. Funny. It's such a great album, though, and it, there's something soothing about it. Um, so now you're a senior with your passion music writing or this can be about high school, uh, do you have any advice for anyone out there that you think you could help maybe writing a writer who's struggling or a kid who doesn't like the structure is high school just like you don't? Don't bullshit yourself. Don't act like you're something you're not. And if you're working on something, look for inspiration higher than you are. Like if you think you're the worst writer in the world, look at the best ones. Like think of yourself as that while you're writing. You're a good dude. Um, all right, thanks for being on the share yeah, chair again. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of The Share Chair. Stay tuned next week for a new one. Also, check us out on Facebook and Twitter for regular updates at The Share Chair. And if you're interested in having a piece of your writing or an experience shared on the podcast, contact Elise McGannon at 203 505 at springlakestudents.org.